Welcome to the Royal Rumble UWS, the only wrestling university podcast in the UK. I'm your host, Ewan Maxwell, and I'm joined in the studio by Mr. Lie, Cheat and Steel, Dalen Doherty, and a man who's not been seen for several months, it's Stuart Hind. By the way, Stuart, uh, Sting lost his WrestleMania match and CM Punk is no longer in the company. Wow. <laughs> Stuff changes, man. Stuff changes. And WCW is out of business. No it's way. You've been so well. I love the Nitro Girls. You, you've missed a lot, but I'll try and fill you in during the show. <laughs> On today's show, we'll be discussing the iconic Elimination Chamber and its favourite moments. We'll also be discussing the, the Raw that we've just seen there, probably not the best Raw, but we'll go through it and we'll go through the card for the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view on Sunday. And of course, we have got guest the Superstar, and it's a good one, boys, I can guarantee you that. We'll start off with uh, the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view that's going to happen on Sunday night. It'll be um, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins in the main event. And this week on Raw, Dean Ambrose got arrested, then next time he was seen... He was in a police ban, and he attacked the authority. Stuart, does this remind you of Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah, Dylan was saying that earlier. That's definitely it's it's the same kind of angle that they're going for. But it obviously wasn't for me anyway. It wasn't as successful. It didn't quite hit all the right marks. It could have. Like Ambrose is talented enough to to do that, but it just seemed a bit strange. A bit like they didn't know what to do with him for the entire show, so they just had him arrested. And the most bizarre reason possible that the hitting the cameraman just seemed strange to me. <laughs> I think one aspect of that um, angle that was quite comedic actually was when he was getting arrested when the cameraman tried to admit that he was actually attacked from behind and Seth Rollins goes, "Hey, yeah, it was a bit of a botch." Would you say that um, Seth Rollins obviously uh, pushed the cameraman into Dean Ambrose's way? Blah 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 he's blah blah. He's obviously not a professional wrestler, <laughs> and he's not a professional actor either. <laughs> um, but really, Dean Ambrose though, um, it's looking good for him. Uh, he opened the show up and he finished the show as well. Uh, can you see Dean Ambrose um, uh, going going for the win on Sunday night? Well, Ewan, I don't think he'll go for the win on Sunday. Uh, I think he's been booked very strongly in the build-up to this. I think over the last month, he's got two wins over Seth Rollins in um, yep. one-on-one matches or in a tag team match. He's been booked very strongly, but I don't think he'll win. I think the the main goal is to have Seth Rollins being champion at least till SummerSlam. Can you see Dean Ambrose being in the main event um, in future, like SummerSlam? Well, I was thinking after uh, the last pay-per-view when it was obviously the uh, Fatal 4-Way, uh, I thought it would depend if they were going to push Ambrose down. I thought he'd be in the, in the Intercontinental match for the Chamber. But because I've not done that, because I've put him in the main event, I think he might stick around for a wee bit. I don't know if it'll be long term. He might go on to win Money in the Bank. but And there it is. Yeah. <laughs> the buzzword there. But yeah, uh, I, I think he'll stick around the, the main event for a wee while, see how far he can go. Yeah, I think it'll be good to see Dean Ambrose in the main event. He's clearly over. He was getting his Ambrose chant as well. First time I've actually heard that, um, and it was great. But is his mic work um, up up to scratch for the main event? I don't know. Um, I just wish... I, I want to see more heel elements into Dean Ambrose because as an anti-authority figure, you need to be more of a heel 
as a baby face in the, the light of Stone Cold Steve Austin. But it you can't it can't be too much like Austin though. Because people know, just I, call I absolutely out agree. Like I think Monday night was too much like Austin using the police angle. And like, you've got to remember we're in a PG era, so there's only so much you can do. But I just wish that he he could just be more like not crazy but just a wee bit more reckless. violent and reckless yeah like you said uh, earlier before the show that it could have been so- something more simpler just him coming out with a chair and uh, hitting everybody with it everybody with it yeah and that would have got the crowd going uh, even more in my opinion um, so Stuart do you agree that Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins it's only going to be a uh, Seth Rollins win yeah, I can't, I can't. It would be it would be an amazing moment if he went in the chamber, but it's on. It's only on the network. It's not a massive pay per view. They've not been building for it for very long. Ambrose, as Dylan said, has pinned Rollins twice clean, and just WWE logic just points towards Rollins. A Rollins win. win yeah. Rollins win. Well, um, talk about uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, mate Roman Reigns. Yep. Um, I've said in the past couple of weeks that I've changed my perception of Roman Reigns. I think he's uh, he's won me over. That's for sure. I know that you used to be big fans of him. Um, do you feel that Roman Reigns is just um, waiting for the chance at maybe possibly at Money in the Bank or SummerSlam to be in the main event picture again? I, I really don't know where they would need to go with him right now. I think Money in the Bank is the obviously big indicator. He was obviously meant to face off against Rollins at Money in the Bank for the title. That's changed now. He's actually in the Money in the Bank match he announced last yeah, on uh, Smackdown. Thursday, Thursday on Smackdown. I wrote in my on my article for WordPress that I feel WWE have a, a perfect opportunity now to like turn Roman heel because of how much they've been booking this friendship between him and Ambrose. Yeah. He's not got a match on Sunday, so he's obviously going to be playing a big role in the match in Ambrose's corner, akin to Hogan at WrestleMania Four, where. He, uh, macho Man Randy Savage but I just feel there's an opportunity there whether WWE take that or not I don't, I'm not too sure but there is an opportunity for Roman to turn on Dean Ambrose at this very moment in time I, I don't think that would be a good idea turning Roman Reigns but it, as you were saying it is strange that Roman Reigns who's been in near enough every pay-per-view for a, a year and a half now he's not even got a match he's got the night off possibly um, Stuart, do you think that there should be a Roman Reigns match at the Elimination Chamber? Well, obviously, before Elimination Chamber was made into Elimination Chamber, it was always going to be a house show. Yeah. And not everyone was signed to the house show, as is often the case. It's not the, everyone the, These up. are always subject to change, and I think the, the network pay-per-view will always uh, take higher precedence yeah. than a house show. Because you look at Randy Orton's not there. Bray Wyatt's not there. Yeah, that was my next thing. Where, where are uh, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt? They've not been seen for a couple of weeks now. Um, Randy Orton's not been seen since the pedigree so I, I have a feeling Bray Wyatt will play a role at some point on Sunday whether it's in the elimination chamber or even in the main event main event will probably be a bit of a strange one and poor booking if he's in there but um, the, Wyatt could turn up in the elimination chamber at he some could, point he could just do a promo again like yeah, he's, I mean, it would I mean, be a Wyatt kind of thing to do just randomly do a promo against maybe maybe he's seen in the intercontinental uh, title match uh, because of Ryback have they finished their feud? I know it didn't kind of end cleanly if it has. Yeah, there is no um, ind- indication that the the feud was over. It, like, it was immediately he's he's moved on to Sheamus. It would seem quite quickly. So yeah. I would think Wyatt has an opportunity there for him to turn up. If not, then I think he will definitely be in the pay per view following that because they need um, everyone basically involved in that pay per view due to the the amount that are in the matches. 
Yeah, exactly. That's that's why I can't get my head around Roman Reigns not being as one of the top performers at the moment. A lot of people are starting to like him. I know he already had a big, a huge fan base before that. Um, and like myself, I'm, I wasn't a big fan of him. Absolutely. I am I am now a fan of him. I think um, he's, he's coming into his own more now. You see, he's, he's, I think the WWE 24 documentary, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's, on yeah, network, it's, really, it's really good. It's, it's kind of helped him. I don't think everybody's seen it at much, uh, first, but everybody's kind of watched it now. And it, you see that he's not just Roman, he's also Joe. That's his mm. real name. And you, you see that bit of real life about him. And I think that's really good to see. Yeah, I feel like he's not been fed lines anymore. I, I feel like he's, he's, he's more um, relaxed in front of the in front of them think on the mic. I don't think he's given as much lines, which I think is good for him. Like, they're, when they were giving him all these cheesy promos and stuff, it wasn't doing anything for him. But now... I think you remember back to after the Royal Rumble, he was saying how he was like a Superman. That yeah, promo always sticks like, out for me, how he's flying over the buildings yeah. with his Superman punch. I know you're a big superhero fan. <laughs> I love the capes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's been given the mic as much. Maybe because he's not been around. It's been Ambrose and Rollins mainly, but... I think not giving him the mic is doing him good. Like, every hit that he was making on Monday night when he was hitting J&J and Kane and stuff got a big cheer. I think as well, when Ambrose was ready to come down to the ring in his music kit, everyone was turning around waiting to see him coming and there, was n- there wasn't a boo. Uh, it was as a bit much, like, well, oh, as much as a boo. Yeah, yeah the, so crowd, the crowd perception has changed completely. I think, I th- I think like, what I said in my article, I think it's been helped by sticking on with Ambrose in a sense. Um, Ambrose is largely over with the crowd and Roman Reigns stick, bringing them in with Ambrose has helped them and people look at them and go, wow, we love the bromance, we love the, the mini shield mm. because we, we all love the shield and I think that's helped them in a sense as well as the WWE 24 documentary. Absolutely. We'll move on now to the Intercontinental title match that will be decided in the Elimination Chamber but there is um, there's worrying signs that one of the participants may not be there. Breaking news from you and Maxwell awaits. <laughs> it is uh, Rusev. There was pictures online of him in a wheelchair with a cast on his right leg. Um, it didn't look good, but apparently he, he injured himself at the SmackDown tapings. Sorry, it's not live on a Friday night or Thursday night. <laughs> um, against Ryback. Is that a problem, Stuart Hind? I think it is. I think... Uh, the Elimination Chamber match, when you look at who's in it, there's big names there, other than R-Truth. But uh, Rusev, like, he'd never been in a Chamber match, I'm right in saying. Yeah, and, yeah uh, he'll be first one. I was looking forward to seeing that, and if it is a cast, like, a wheelchair's bad enough, but if he's in a cast as well, it's not promising. So, and I was also looking forward to see, like, Ziggler, Rusev, I know it's a bit, kind of, a strange feud. Of good. We'll get on to that later. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it will be a big blow for that match, whether they replace him, whether they keep a pod empty which would be quite strange that would be strange but, I imagine <laughs> who they'd replace him with I'm not sure maybe that's where Wyatt comes in maybe yeah I think know. that's the opportunity I think um, with Rusev if he is out it's just another bump in what has not been a very successful 2015 for him so far what I think will happen at Limited Chamber if Rusev cannot make the match I think they'll make the Bo Dallas Neville match whoever wins that is in the Chamber I'd love that. That would be very interesting. And I think in the end, we spoke last week that we weren't sure on Neville's injury. It's obviously a, a, it's work, a work now. Yeah. Um, if that does happen, that would be a welcome addition. It's just a shame for Rusev. We're all crying him out to be... This is the worst possible time for oh, him absolutely. to get this injury. I think, I think every wrestler goes through that. And it's how you pick yourself up from it. Um, 
it's just it's just not been a very good 2015 for him. We spoke about the Cena feud and it, 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 it's been a mirror from the Wyatt feud with Cena the year before and it's he just looks he just doesn't look the monster he once was and booking him with Cena was the worst possible thing to do. Yeah, but, but I've got to disagree with you that I think he was doing he done well in the past two rows. Uh, Rusev on the mic I think it was absolutely incredible on Monday night it was impressive I was like I was impressed by him so without I've, Lana as well but with the the Bulgarian gimmick coming back like you know I mean you can see Rusev is trying to make the best of what he's got at, but the people above him are not helping him and with this injury you're talking about Ewan it's just not it's just not ideal he for was him a, he was a legitimate contender for the title as well and if they do if they did do what you said uh, either um, if they did replace him, mm-hmm. then whoever they're going to replace him with isn't going to be a legitimate contender. Mm-hmm. It's going to be between Sheamus and probably Ryback that's going to win it. Yeah, that that's a point there. But Rusev, for me, this Lana and Dolph Ziggler angle. Okay, I, you can tell that Lana's accent's slipping. <laughs> She's it's becoming CJ. She <laughs> is becoming <laughs> CJ. Um, but what would have happened if? Uh, Rusev didn't say them stupid three words and they, he got back together with Lana would he have been Russian the next week? Oh see that, that. I, I know the, the logic it, it baffles you but I, I probably would have yeah and, and that's it's, that's where it's all going wrong at the minute with the booking of Rusev coming out of Bulgaria and oh, I just don't know but we know Lana and him are not going to be together any longer I know you and you personally feel that there's a chance at the Elimination Chamber but now that's Rusev been... can participate yeah but it doesn't look like it's going to be the way and the with Dolph Ziggler added on to it as well I think Lana was uh, a bit hypocritical saying you're not, you're not in charge of me no man's in charge of me then two seconds later she goes up the stage and um, kisses Dolph Ziggler for me I think it was a bit of a mix match that because when I look at this Raw I look at it compared to last week's and I'm thinking this was a Vince McMahon written promotion like Vince had a big hand in this one compared yeah. to the previous weeks and I think yeah. when you look at Lana's promo and she's like I'm a strong woman I've got no all that kind of stuff uh, it was good stuff and oh, it felt like Stephanie or Triple H had had a hand in that with the whole Divas Revolution kind of thing that's mm-hmm. going on but then she goes right up the, the ramp and kisses Dolph Ziggler and acts like his trophy which is so Vince McMahon it's unreal so it's just a mix match throughout the full night Can you see Lana coming out with Dolph Ziggler at Elimination Chamber? Right now, yes, I would, I would assume so. The way it's, if she if she doesn't, it's a bit strange and poor booking again. But, um, yeah, I would, I would agree. So I would agree with that. So Same how, thing. so how do we think the match is going to go down? Who's going to win? I said last week. I think Sheamus is a hot favourite. He's not really been highly booked with the title. Um, he's so never won the intercontinental. Yeah, so I think he, I think he's probably due it. Um, and he's probably from his return. He. he he needs the title as well. Rusev arguably needs it more, but with the injury, uh, I don't think he'll win it. I think it would have went down to the two of them to win it, and I think Sheamus will come up winning it now. Yeah, because you've got your cannon fodder in R-Truth, and then uh, King Barrett as well, who I mean, has been poorly booked completely. Well, um, I called that when they won King <laughs> of the Ring, Ewan, and I, I Michael kind of disagreed with me. Uh, 
uh, the, the king gimmick doesn't work and anymore. He's, he's getting the jobber entrance as well, and and I'm basically a squash a squash match against uh, Ryback, who will be in the chamber with. So it looks like I, I think I Ryback can be a bit of a dark horse. Nobody's kind of, like he's been booked quite strong. Like that was a that was an absolute crushing. I think Wyatt's he's only like, he's only defeat in the last few months. Yeah. So that could be the only reason that he doesn't push on for it if they want to keep him and Wyatt together. But he has been booked quite strong. So Stuart, I'm going to push it. Who's going to win the chamber match? Ryback. Seamus. Seamus. I'll Kilty agree. Warrior. I'll agree with Dale in there. I think it'll be a Seamus win. But if Rusev is in the match, I would want Rusev to win. <laughs> um, we'll move on to the other elimination chamber tag. It's the tag team championship oh, see, we've match. Not get, we've not got Michael to do the clap today. But I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the new day. That was a terrible clap. Can I just add? <laughs> <laughs> the new day will be taking on the Lucha. Dragons, Lucha, Lucha, Dragons, uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, Los Metadores, The Ascension, and finally the primetime players. Um, this week on Raw, the New Day were in a is it 10, ten on three, three handicap, handicap match. WWE logic again here, Stuart. We were discussing this before the show. Um, we were saying why, why did Kane put the heels that were meant to hate and put them in a handicap match that is not in their favour? Surely that's just a face move there. I know Kane being the heel turning against the heels didn't. That it was. It didn't make any bizarre. sense. What even? What even makes even more nonsense is on SmackDown. If you haven't seen it or even read about it yet, is that the authority line up with the New Day? <laughs> you couldn't write it. You, you couldn't, couldn't write, write it. Well, you could if you're a pretty bad writer, but. <laughs> It's absolutely terrible at the minute. Uh, <coughs> and SmackDown's worth watching just for that segment. <laughs> in fairness, though, on Raw, like uh, it was, a, I thought it was getting a strange bit in the show to put them at New Day mm-hmm. because it was getting late in the show. It was about there was about forty minutes left, and I was thinking, obviously, you've got Ambrose coming back, and then New Day pop up, and I, they're, they're probably more useful at the start of the show. A bit more. Absolutely, but the best part about that segment wasn't the match at all. The match was a farce. Uh, what match? It was, to be honest. Yeah, with you. Basically, basically, the best part was New Day coming out and delivering a yet again strong promo to the crowd, yep. insulting everything about the. I think Long Island is where they were, so in, in the, the old arena. So, so it was really Big E is impressing me on the mic recently. Yeah. Really, uh, really showcasing his talent as a heel on the mic, and I'm really impressed by him. Yep, they, they all are impressing me, and I know that uh, Kofi Kingston is impressing you, Stuart, even though he's, uh, he's, he's betrayed you. He, betrayed loves, you. he loves the baby face. He knows he's still there. He Deep inside, there. underneath all those cornrows, there, there is a, a wee baby face in there. <laughs> but he's just hiding it just now. <laughs> so, out of the new day, do you think Kofi will be competing in the match? Will it be the two, or will it be three people in that chamber? No, it'll be Big E and Kofi. I can't imagine Xavier Woods being in. For a pay-per-view match. Maybe Xavier will... Uh, Jump up with Sean Michaels esque. Oh, maybe that would be absolutely great. So, how do you feel this match is going to go down, Dalen? Do you think that we'll see a lot of spots from the Lucha Dragons? I, I was thinking of this match um, driving into the show, and I was thinking this match I'm not excited for. But, but hear me out. But I believe after the match, I could be saying this could be match of the night. Absolutely, I think the tag team matches in the past. There's so many spots available for the mm. high flyers, such as even Kofi. I mean, he's, he loves the Spider Man in the Elimination Chamber. So I think it's not one I'm going to. I'm not looking forward to, but I, at the end of it, I can see my my opinion totally changed. 
Oh, well, the tag team championship matches in the past two pay-per-views have been my favourite matches. Um, that's solely down to the New Day and Tyson Kids as adult. They just work. The chemistry there is absolutely brilliant. But Will, like you lost, lost Matadores, they may as well not even turn up, in my opinion. Same with the, Asc- the Ascension. What, because if, what if they win, Ewan? <laughs> I, I, I won't be here next week then. Um, <laughs> but them two teams may as well not even enter the chamber. Same with our truth. They may just get the, play, the plane home. Um, I think it's a shame about the Ascension. I, I want them to showcase a bit of talent, such as they will. They will. Did. They'll look good. You just I think the just will look good. show yourself off a bit because they are capable. But I, I know what you're saying. You know, it's, it's just a shame. I think it could be in the top two matches of the night. Definitely, I think that and probably the two chamber matches. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we've never seen it before. The the tag team division is really strong right now. I wish Harper and as it's strong. It is. It's, right. it's the strongest. It's been a long, right. long time. Uh, other than, right, okay, the Usos are out, right? Other than Cesaro and Kid and the New Day. And the Lucha Dragons. Lucha Dragons Lucha are Dragons. They are Breath really of good fresh team. air. But then below that, you've got... Primetime players, prime come on. <laughs> they were brilliant. They were, they're so good. They're entertaining. Come on. You, you uh, mentioned um, Harper and Eric Rowan. Yeah. Um, I said this last week, that I think that the Los Matadores, they won't even enter the chamber. And Luke Harper and Eric Rowan might enter it himself but that'll probably mean that they'll have to win the match but I don't think I don't think happen. they build pods big enough for those two I think <laughs> they'd have to get like a, an extended version but no it would, it would be good I do like them as a team but I just think it came a bit too soon I think there's only been a tag team for a short amount of time WWE logic again but mm-hmm. they haven't been a tag team for that a short amount of time though they, they've been the they broke up and then they get put together again it was a bit of a mismatch it's but better like the prime time players in a sense they get broke up and they're back together again and Titus is dad of the year and that's why then they're, they're it probably is match. that probably is the only reason oh absolutely it has to be <laughs> so Stuart I'm going to push you who's going to win this is it a new day going to retain my head says new day my heart says Lucha Dragons Lucha Dragons would be unbelievable but the they, spots that they're going to do yeah, in this match is going to be incredible. If Lucha Dragons were one, I think it'd be, it'd be so totally unpredictable, but I, I can't agree. I think the New Day will win and it will be a dirty win as usual, I believe. I think they'll find a way to have a dirty win in the Elimination Chamber. Oh, absolutely. There's plenty of ways, um, and I'm going to agree, New Day will win the match. Um, the next match is champion versus champion. This, I think, could be... The, uh, this is one that I'm really excited for. It's because they're both so different. Like everything that John Cena is, Kevin Owens isn't. Like, we're already th- like right in the conversation. Right in there. Can even announce what that is? Can you even say the names of the people that are in the match? It's John Cena versus Kevin Owens. Um, Dylan, I'll start with you. Um, you must be ecstatic that uh, Kevin Owens will be in like a main show pay per view. Ah, oh, I'm really ecstatic. I'm a big fan of Kevin Owens. I wrote on the. The, the WordPress page that I think he has the makings of to be the answer against Roman Reigns' his face of WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just brilliant. He's just so destructive. He's brilliant on the mic. The way he's mocking Cena, if you've seen NXT last night, Samoa Joe came out and he's he's going, uh, the champ is here, you can't see me, to Samoa Joe. It's just brilliant. And I actually think he can beat Cena on Sunday. I really think Cena's going to put him over. Stuart, do you agree that well Cena put Owens over? Kevin Owens won't win, I don't think. Ooh. I think I think there will be a dirty finish to this match. Uh, I don't. I don't. Even, match might not even start. 
Maybe it's the, the fanboy in me of NXT. I just hope that Kevin Owens wins. But I, I think, I think when I thought it was first about the, the US title was on the line, and it's now not. Uh, I thought if that the only way for that match to end to look to make Kevin Owens strong and protect Cena at the same time was to have a similar finish to how Sami Zayn got injured yeah. by Owens and that Cena is destroyed by him. And I really hope, I really hope, but he's been booked too strongly in a sense, so maybe that is not the case. Knock, knock him out your two, two yeah. weeks in a row, yeah. it's not going to happen at the Elimination Chamber. It w- it'll be a great match. Like, I don't I think, think it'll be, I'm really looking forward I to it. I don't think Kevin Owens can put on a bad match with anyone. Like I'm looking at him and I'm I like... the company are so f- really behind him at the minute. I think that's a lot to do with Triple H. New, t- new t-shirt. No, new merchandise suggests you're here to stay. Yeah, I do. I do like him. I think if the if the fans can get behind him, if he can get because he's over with NXT, but it takes a wee bit to go over with the whole WWE universe. Like you saw it with uh, Neville and Sami Zayn. If he can go over with them, I think it'd be massive. I think he can be whatever he wants to be. Like you see, even the pop he got on Monday Night Raw when he just came out of nowhere and delivered the pop up power bomb, and it just gives you the chills. You know this guy's big. You know he's he's. He's big in every sense of the word. This guy is like massive for WWE. He's definitely a future champion. Yeah, he's the future champion. But will it derail his push if he gets beat by Cena on Sunday clean? No, I don't think so. I think, I think it, it would completely not. I think it any would. match with John Cena, the biggest superstar, and think it. We think if it happens once, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Think like Rusev if it happens three times. Yeah, you're done. Right, but I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't think he's going to get beat off Cena on Sunday, but I do agree that it could be detrimental to him. Mm-hmm. But I think with everything that's going on in NXT, if yeah. anybody listening is familiar with the product, everyone is after him. Yeah, I was going to say he's in about seven or eight feuds right the now. the most wanted man in WWE. We have William Regal even after him. <laughs> we've got Samoa Joe. We've got Sami Zayn, who's obviously away for surgery. There's possible even Hideo Atami's after him. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. John Cena, Alex, Alex Riley, uh, Alex Riley, uh, <laughs> Tyler uh, Breeze, Tyler. Anybody's, everybody is after him, and that's that's what you want as a heel champion. You, you want everybody. To, he's got a big target on his head. I know it's even. You know what's best about it is that he doesn't care. Yeah. About his character, his character doesn't care. Wait, he welcomes the chase to say, and it's just brilliant. I think he will do Cena over on Sunday. I, I honestly can't call the match. I don't think it'll start. I think it'll be the same like Sami Zayn. It, it will just completely destroy Cena. Cena gets a couple of weeks off, maybe. Whatever happens, it's going to be a brilliant rub for Owens. And it'll be a brilliant rub for NXT as well, promoting Absolutely. NXT once I just, more. I, I just think, like, back to the, the previous week, Raw, the, the part of me that got the, the hairs on my like my arms, the back of my neck standing up, was when Cena tried to give him a bit of advice and he turned it round and said, I've been here a Longer than you, I just didn't get the break. I think that's that was really interesting because he hadn't been in WWE, he'd been wrestling in the Indies, yeah. and I don't think that would have got a mention without Triple H's influence. I think he's given them a bit of more creative. Sure, you're a ma- you're a massive fan of the Triple H driving the product, the product and I have to agree. I have to agree to a hundred percent. Everything Triple H is touching in NXT or even now in the main roster, you can see he's having a, an input. It's turning into gold and Kevin Owens is a massive part of that and that's why I'm looking forward to this on Sunday. Another match that was added to the card uh, was uh, two former NXT champions. It was uh, Bo Dallas versus Adrian Neville. 
Well, Neville again. Every <laughs> week, every week I do this. Just every used to it. <laughs> um, where can we see this match going? I think it'll be an incredible match. Dalen, can you only see one winner though? Oh, we can only see one winner. I think Neville has to win. Uh, but again, similar to the Ascension and Zack Ryder on Monday Night Raw, we just want to see Bo Dallas put on a show. Show what you're worth. Show that you were the NXT champion. Show what Triple H seen on you in, the, in NXT. Show yourself off. Yes, Neville will win, but put on a good show. Well, they had they did have a good feud back in the day. In Absolutely. NXT. In NXT, they were tremendous together. They worked so well. Like Their styles completely complemented each other. You had Neville flying about all over the place like a bar of soap. And... <laughs> <laughs> You had uh, Bo Dallas being the ultimate heel, and with his Bo Leave uh, gimmick, which I, I do like. Like I do like for where he is in the card, it suits him well. It's perfect. Uh, I think. I, I th- oh, sorry, Stuart. On Monday Night Raw, when uh, Neville had, had his match, and Bo Dallas comes in, starting, he's like, "Come on, little guy, you can do it. All you have to do is Bo Leave." It was perfect. It was just brilliant. I think Bo Dallas has the potential to be a really, really dirty, dirty heel. And he's, uh, you, you've seen a more aggressive side to him in recent weeks. And I feel like that's got the potential to put on a good match. I just want him to show himself off because he's, he's got the potential to be a lot more. He's a good mic worker. He's great on the mic, yeah. Yep. And he, if you close your eyes, he sounds a wee bit like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, uh, move on there. And we'll discuss the Elimination Chamber as a whole right now for the pay-per-view on Sunday. Are you expecting big things from it, Dalen? It's got the potential to be a very good show. I think every time the WWE Network puts something on so far, it's been mm. pretty good. I think the Royal Rumble was the only really questionable yeah. one. And I'm, I'm expecting, not big things, but I'm expecting it to be a good show. I and mean, something that, if you're a, a massive WWE fan, it's not one to miss. That's for sure. Um, Stuart, what do you think about uh, the Elimination Chamber? I think you look at the card and it's a re- it's well built. It's got everything you want to see. However, when you look at the past pay-per-views, you've been looking at the card and thinking this isn't going to deliver. And they have delivered. So yeah. I hope this isn't like a false dawn and we aren't disappointed. But I think the main matches, which are the two Elimination Chamber matches, Owens and Cena and Ambrose and Rollins, I, think, I don't think those matches can be bad. So I'm expecting to be impressed. So am I. I'm expecting to be impressed. I've been been impressed with the the pay per views for a long time now. I agree with Dale, and probably Royal Rumble was the the last questionable one. Um, <coughs> speaking about the Elimination Chamber, there we're going to go through the best moments of the Elimination Chamber. Uh, this Sunday will be the 18th and 19th Elimination Chamber match. Is <laughs> so, Stuart. What is your best Elimination Chamber moment? I think uh, everyone knows that I'm a massive fan of Shawn Michaels. I'd probably say when Shawn Michaels won. Won that very first one. It was just magical. Like he steals a moment. He steals a crowd. He knows how to play it, and it was just a perfect moment for me. Yeah, because he just uh, recently came back from that horrific injury yeah, that with that terrible him. haircut as well. Yeah, and the questionable uh, attire that he was wearing as well. I didn't yeah. like. I didn't like it. But it was Shawn Michaels, so it was okay. I was fine with that. Yeah, and uh, Shawn Michaels. Another elimination chamber moment uh, is when he cost the Undertaker the World Heavyweight Championship uh, because he wanted another match at Mania. Obviously, that would be uh, HBK's retirement match. last match. Uh, but he cost Undertaker, and that's a big moment as well. That's another, maybe that's a way that New Day will win yeah, on uh, well Sunday. That's, that's what I was getting at well, for that. So, uh, what's your favourite moment, Dylan? I have to agree with Stuart. I think Shawn Michaels is a very good moment because of the, the aspects and the rivalry with Triple H. Um, 
I think my my favourite moments is actually after the Elimination Chamber at New Year's Revolution 2006. I'm so happy you mentioned yeah, this. Yeah. John Cena um, wearing the crimson mask to quote JR and Edge comes in and cashes in Money in the Bank. I think... Like, did that match itself, the Money in the Bank, I think we Carlito and Chris Masters. They were the last three remaining. No one expected that. But when you... And Cena gets a roll up and he's, he looks so tired because he's mm-hmm. been in from the start and Edge cashed in the Money in the Bank piece of brilliance and that was the first time the Money in the Bank was ever cashed mm-hmm. in. Yeah, buzzword. <laughs> um, yeah, going back to that event, uh, the New Year's Revolution, if you're in that, st- in, in that arena and you're seeing Carlito, Chris Masters and John Cena in the Elimination Chamber, I'd have probably walked out because <laughs> I knew where it was going. And, and then yeah, I would have knocked it. I would have walked out. And now, then I think everybody was a Cena fan. That was yeah. Mm, I, I don't think so. A lot of people were uh, Edge fans. Well, I know they didn't know Edge was coming out, but I don't think a lot of people were Cena fans then. I don't think we even saw it coming then. Like, no, that, I, that's I mean, what. I mean, we're going back nine years ago now, and that's strange I, about how the products changed though. Like back then, you didn't see these kind of things coming. But now, mm. because of the internet, because everybody's all these rumours are flying about, you knew that Rollins was going to cash in at Mania. I had to watch it on my VHS, <laughs> uh, the, one, the New Year's resolution. It was absolutely brilliant. No one expected that at all. No. One, one of my favourite Elimination Chamber moments was um, Goldberg spearing Chris Jericho in 2003. I think everyone knows that the checkered pass they've had and it, it wasn't just a spear, it was just it was <laughs> full on, in, in the pod, wow. Uh, looked like a broken Cred- in half. Credit to Jericho for the, like, taking the hit. Yeah, I think he'd be happy to take uh, it. You know that. I know with the checkered past in WCW, you mm-hmm. were talking about Jericho used to call about an awful lot. But that that moment in the chamber where Goldberg just goes on a rampage, and you can see one eyes on who he's getting, and the other eyes on who's next. <laughs> yeah. And it was Triple H. It was on an absolute rampage. I think, I think one of the funniest moments is when he has only Triple H left, and Ric Flair is leaning on the, the barricade trying to keep the, the pod shut <laughs> and he's obviously giving the fingers to Goldberg and Goldberg just kicks in the the plexiglass and Triple H is like oh my god a great moment yep. and talking about the pods uh, they get used a lot in these elimination chamber matches you've got your edge flinging uh, Rey Mysterio into the pod that was looked a bit sore and probably what ended Rey Mysterio's career something like that <laughs> Um, and then we've got RVD to do his, he was the first man to do a finish off the top do you know uh, I think that was one that nearly caused Triple H a life threatening injury yep it was the because it, he said it's it was trachea. An, a trachea it was like if it's an inch you've got an inch way inch down fine inch up done and he was in hospital for the the rest of the night. Lost his title and went in the hospital the same night. Bad night for Triple <laughs> not, H. Not there. the best. Not the best for Triple H. But that was my favourite uh, elimination chamber match. The first one, the original. Um, I think. Uh, it had this, this speciality to it. I just didn't know what was. You didn't know what to expect really, and it actually paid off really, really well. Another man who loves to jump or jump off things uh, <laughs> is uh, John Morrison. He dropped from the top oh, of the yeah. chamber onto Sheamus and eliminating him out that way. That was a great spot as well. Um, but I didn't expect John Morrison to do that. <laughs> um, you obviously expect Jeff Hardy, Swanton bombing off the pods as well. Um, he's absolutely fantastic. He can do that all he wants. And we've got Edge again. Stealing Kofi Kingston's spot in the chamber. Disgusting. Can you, can you remember that, Stuart? Yes, I remember it. I was crying over it for a good few weeks. My man Kofi. Betrayed. <laughs> That's stabbed prob- in the back. That was the first uh, hit that I was got night, to his heel. I was night Edge lost the yeah. WWE title 
Uh, and they're like in the chamber and then won the world title in the chamber on the same night. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. It's just typical Edge. That's just what made him the, the type of character he was. Uh, I think that was close to WrestleMania 20. Oh, I think Tw- 21 maybe. Oh, that's I'm not 100%. In the bank. <laughs> we'll be connected on Twitter for this one later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, and obviously the underdog story at uh, Elimination Chamber. Anyone got any... Guesses at that one. Who's the underdog story at Elimination Chamber? Santino Morella. Oh, Santino Morella. At first, everyone's thinking, oh, please no. <laughs> but then, we started eliminating people and it was just him and Daniel Bryan. And like the whole bit nearly wanted Morella to beat Bryan. I know that, imagine saying this in this day and age right now, it'd be absolutely crazy. Um, but It's a different universe, isn't it? I know. Uh, but when, when Santino Morella nearly pinned him, I was nearly out of my seat going, oh my God, I cannot yeah, believe similar this. similar to when he nearly won the Royal Rumble, oh. wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's the, just a nearly man. Just oh, yeah. Always the bridesmaid. And never the bride. <laughs> but never the bride. Um, but yeah, that was a great moment. And I'm expecting a few more great moments from Sunday night's pay-per-view. I think so. I'm really looking forward to it. It's short. Definitely. I think they all have the potential to do these kind of things. Like you look at Big E in the chamber, something's going to happen there. Cesaro... There's guys in there that can produce big spots. You just hope they do deliver. Absolutely. We'll move on now to the guess the superstar. It's uh, You'll get two guesses each, guys. I'll say three clues at a time, and then you can pop in with a guess. If you get two wrong, you know what it is. Uh, you just go out the studio. Um, everyone ready? Yep. Absolutely. Um, the first clue is I am a six-time tag team champion. Mm-hmm. Second clue is I am not a current WWE superstar and I am a three-time hardcore champion I know they're very vague clues there but they I want al- to keep they always are yeah. <laughs> no some of them are absolutely brilliant there's a few brilliant clues in here um, but okay I'll keep going um, I was in WWE's first ever mixed six-man tag match Ooh. carry on I'll carry on um, I've had five matches at Wrestlemania but I've never won a match I would say gold dust just to hurt you, but it's not him. <laughs> but it's, it's, more, it's, it's, more, it's more than five, unfortunately, I'll tell you that. Um, well, what would you do if at WrestleMania 32, the one you're going to, the gold dust finally breaks the streak? I don't know, I'd, I'd probably just go absolute mental. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be absolutely brilliant. And here's the, the sixth clue for you. Um, my debut match was in 1994 against Reza Ramon. Ooh. See, I was thinking one there, but... See, it kind of froze. Yeah, that's that a good clue. Good. I would never have said this. Um, okay, I'll move on. Everyone okay? Keep going. Okay. I was Brock Lesnar's first pay-per-view opponent. Oh. I won back-to-back slammies for the most extreme moment of the year. Mm. And I am a two-time world heavyweight champion. I think I might have it. Oh, oh. But I'll wait, I'll wait, I want, I want you to continue on. I still have no idea. Okay, I think these ones will give it away. I'm a one-time WWE champion. And Grangrel has managed me. That's the last clue I've got. Well, Jeff Hardy. Is that your answer, Dylan? That is my answer. 110% correct there. It is Jeff Ooh. Hardy. Some good clues there. Some good clues. The one that threw me was... I thought possibly X Park was in nineteen ninety four, but I think he was ninety three, and he beat Razor Ramon. Mm. But yeah, 
very some not bad clues you and you've done your homework this week. I think they're always good clues to be honest <laughs> with you. It's just hard. It's it's hard to get the clues in there. Some I just don't like doing. Oh, this match in 1974, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Ric Flair was against them. <laughs> Ric Flair was against Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, a great superstar, Jeff Hardy. Oh, it's class. Um, I love Jeff Hardy. Highlight reel. I think one of the, the, the best matches you'll ever see is him versus The Undertaker. Yeah, fantastic. One of the best Raw ladder matches ever. Probably the only one. That's yeah. not really. <laughs> I think he was so close to winning it. And the moments after the match as well, Undertaker's obviously this monster heel. And he goes back in the ring and was expecting him to kick the living daylights out of him again. But then he just offers him up and shakes his hand as well. Because they the respect. The respect, but they did have a checkered past as well. Uh, mainly because they helped him uh, get eliminated by Maven in the 2002 Royal Rumble. That's correct, yeah. Uh, but moving on to Jeff Hardy again, sorry. Um, Jeff Hardy, is he? would you say he's a typical WWE champion? No, because he doesn't fit the mould. He definitely doesn't ah, fit the mould not, that Vince no. McMahon's created. Your Triple H's, your The Rock, all those kind of guys. It's possibly why it took him so long to get to that, the top of the mountain, because he, he didn't fit the mould. He, he, he found his spot with Matt Hardy, like as a tag team. They were brilliant against the Dudleys and against Christian and Edge. That was fantastic. But then to be able to push on from there when he came back and when he eventually won those titles was incredible because he was the fans loved him. I think that's the main reason he won it. It wasn't because Vince was overly impressed with his build and all that kind of stuff. It was because the fans wanted him to win it. It was kind of like Daniel Bryan a wee bit. Mm. He didn't fit mm. the mould that Vince wanted, but he still pushed ahead and got there. I think he's well one of the best feuds you'll ever see in the last few years in the PG era. was when he was in the world title feud with uh, CM Punk. Definitely. Because there's a lot of real life sentiments in that feud with Jeff Hardy's addiction problems and CM Punk being the straight edge gimmick he had. Some really hard to watch promos by CM Punk on his addiction mm-hmm. issues, but really, really brilliant feud. Just a shame where he's at now, Jeff. Um, albeit, I really hope to see him in the Hall of Fame one day. Yeah, I do think the Hardy Boys have to be in the Hall of Fame, of course, him and Matt brothers. Uh, just in case anyone didn't know that, um, <laughs> they, they had a match at WrestleMania. Actual, actual brothers. Actual brothers. Even like fake WWE brothers, <laughs> like real brothers. Like Edge and Christian, they're just friends now. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jeff had an absolute terrific superstar, and he will be in the Hall of Fame for sure. You've got to just for the Swanton Bomb. It's one of the best finishers I've ever he, seen. He, Incredible. He's got the Swanton Bomb off the ladder. At WrestleMania 16. He's got he then the takes the greatest spear you'll ever see at WrestleMania 17 yep. off the ladder while he's hanging on to the titles. He just the man of many spots, and it's, it's maybe now with all those hits that's all these problems for him, it's just a shame. But one of the, the best highlight reels you'll ever see, and one of the great characters of WWE. Absolutely, and that's where we'll finish off today. Thank you for listening to the Royal Ramble UWS. I've been Ewan Maxwell. I've been joined by Stuart Hind and Dalen Doherty. You can get in contact with us on Twitter at Royal Ramble UWS. I'll repeat that for you at Royal Ramble UWS. You can go on our WordPress page, and Dalen can give you the details on that. It's Royal Ramble UWS one dot WordPress dot com. I thought that was it. <laughs> Just forgot there. And uh, you can obviously sub- subscribe to us on iTunes. It is at Royal Ramble UWS1. And uh, thank you very much for listening to the show today. And we'll be back next week. Thank you. God bless.